Hey friend, thanks for listening. We're all about equipping you to pursue real friendships. You were not created to be alone because life is just better with real friends. Let's get started. Hey friend, welcome back. Thanks for listening. Ben, what are we talking about today? We have got a spicy topic at hand today, friendship with benefits or friends with benefits. Why are we talking about it, Lucas? Because everyone's searching about it. <laughs> yeah. We, Y'all are asking. We did. There are people who are searching for the answer to, is it okay to have friends with benefits? How do I do friendship with benefits? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. So hot topic. It actually made me think of um, this conversation I had with a friend of mine a couple of years ago. He was a guy um when i met him he wasn't a christian he decided he was going to read through his bible um read through a bible when he had a couple weeks of free time read the whole bible in like a week and a half uh ended up coming to jesus as a result of that <laughs> and he, he well, hold on yeah he read the whole, he bible. Read the whole bible in a week it was like six days seven days something like that he can read he can read. He can read. <laughs> That's wow. True. Yeah. Um, but anyways, he uh, became a Christian. I got to know him. I was discipling him a little bit. And he was engaged, ended up breaking off the engagement with this gal because she was not a Christian. And he was, as he was reading his Bible, he was like, well, I should not be in a relationship. Shouldn't be marrying someone who doesn't love Jesus. Um, long story short, they, she ended up coming to know Jesus. They got back together, started dating. Um, got engaged and he, they were going to move in together. Um, and him and I had some conversations about that. I forget if he asked me or if I brought the topic up, um, but similar scenario, they were functioning, they were engaged, but they were functioning in this kind of friends with benefits mode, moving in together and stuff. So hot topic, that was four or five years ago. Um, but it is, it's a big topic, man. So big questions and important to answer. Yeah. I, I think we we'll split it three ways. So like, um, I think First, what do we mean by friendship? Mm -hmm. Are friends with benefit? What do we mean by that? You know, and uh, is it? Hey, I think the world's view is someone that you're casually having sex with. You yeah, know, that would be the common definition yeah. of that phrase. Yep. Yeah. And the second thing, from a biblical perspective, we can answer this pretty easy, right? So it's like, yeah, we know that sex outside of marriage is wrong and damaging, yeah. right? And I, the third thing I would say is like we have to go deeper, right? Uh, Let's say someone that, um, how does someone that's um, friends with benefit look at friendships, look mm -hmm. at humans, look at mm -hmm. uh, a man and a woman, you know, humanity? How do they look? How do they look at sex too, you know? Yeah. So I think we have to go a little bit deeper. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think that's often the case with topics like this where there's controversy or lots of people asking questions. Usually we're asking, we, someone asked the question and we answer it at this level when really what we need to do is go one or two levels deeper and say, okay, what are the assumptions that have yep. taken place behind this? I'm actually, I'm going to jump down in our, our notes a little bit here. We do, we do take some time to plan out what we're going to talk about yep. here beforehand. Um, I, I was doing some online research, digging around, looking for kind of what's the, is there any scientific research that's been done on the positive or negative uh, benefits or costs of friendship with benefits. Um, and it was interesting. A lot of the things I read were generally positive. Like there was a, a couple of editorials in psychology today that were talking about, uh, friendship with benefits being this positive thing. Cause you can get your sexual needs met without much like, uh, cost or commitment. But it was interesting as like most of these articles that I read, and I, I wouldn't say I did it like a, a scientific 
research survey. I was just spent about an hour or two digging through some stuff on the interwebs, looking at various journals and other things like that. Um, and most of them were positive. But then as you read further in these studies, it was often came down to, they were like, well, it, it works well, you know, friends with benefits works well. Um, so long as you're really clear about what are the boundaries or saying, Hey, we're not committing to anything. And then this is, this is one of the things that I came across that I think did a good job summarizing what showed up in several different things that I was looking at. So they said this, there was a two year long study uh, that tracked uh, about 190 people who were in friendship with benefits style relationships. So they were um, people who were friends, but were having sex together, no commitment beyond that. And here, here's what this summary of the study said. So they found that individuals involved in friends with benefits relationships experienced increased levels of emotional stress and confusion. While the relationships usually start with clear mutual agreement and rules, these boundaries often become blurred over time, leading to misunderstandings and emotional turmoil. Participants reported feelings of jealousy, anxiety, uncertainty about the status and future of their relationships. And then Another fascinating finding was that these relationships seldom evolve into committed partnerships. So that was someone summarizing that study, and then that that just kind of uh, I think captured what I saw. So it was interesting. Like that Psychology Today editorial and a couple other things I read started out positive, moved to kind of qualifying everything they're saying. So I, I I see something like that, and I say, man, these people are coming with some very clear assumptions about what it means to be human, about what sex is and is not, about what relationships are and are not. Um, so I think let's let's talk a little bit about that. Um, one, I think it makes the, some pretty significant assumptions about sex and that like, man, we can just have this, that there is can be such a thing as casual sex that doesn't lead to involvement or entanglement between two people. And even right in those articles, you go on and you realize, oh, man, actually, for the vast majority of people in those relationships, they discover over time, oh, well, I guess I'm actually getting kind of jealous that this person is, you know, we're just friends. We're casual as friends with benefits. So technically, I can go have other friends with benefits, right? If you can say, um, let's, just, let's, ha let's just have sex and nothing more. Yeah. And you can get away with that and you can do it again and again. You really need to check your heart. You really <laughs> yeah. need to check yourself. And sure. you are numb to the numb, you know? So it's mm -hmm. like it's like it's impossible. As humans, that's impossible. You know, I'm just I, I can have sex with this person and not have any emotionally attached to this nothing, you yeah. know? And yeah, that's just if you get to that point, that's hard. Yeah, for sure. And it, there's also some assumptions there about what what makes a healthy relationship with someone, what makes a healthy friendship. And we'll talk in future episodes about what we mean by a real friendship. Um, but let, let's let's do this. Let's look a little bit. We talked touched on some scientific stuff. Yep. Um, what does the Bible say about? Let's talk about sex specifically. Yeah. Well. Again, and before we do that, I, we have to clear up something quick. You know, we're, we are not here to shame anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, we believe uh, God's grace is enough that he could set you free from yeah. any sin. You know, um, We believe that um, fixing your eyes on him, he'll, he'll set you free from anything, right? Yeah. And even for me, you know, I've lived this life. You know, I've lived this life of pursuing the world like no tomorrow. You know, <laughs> the bar, bringing girls home. I've done all these things. Yeah. 
and it brings no life. So I'm also coming from that perspective yeah, of saying yeah. it gives you no life. All it does, it takes from you and it hurts you. Yeah, it might that's be short-term pleasure, but the yeah. long-term cost is greater than the short-term benefit. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And from a Bible perspective, right, from a biblical perspective, God sets pretty clear boundary around sex. Yeah. It's pretty clear, you know. Uh, we know, I mean, even... I looked at, I mean, I was listening to this sermon. It was a beautiful sermon, and he kind of explained it in depth. And a lot of my notes I got from the sermon. Mm -hmm. And, like, you look at society now, like, even society, most of all, most of all society sets boundary around sex. Mm. In America, it's consent and age. We know that, right? In the Bible, it's a covenant, right? Yeah. It's between a man and a wife, right? Uh, And it's a covenant that is... Man, it's someone saying that, hey, I want all of you. Not just your body. I want all of you. I want your yeah. thoughts. I want your mind. I want your heart. I want all of you. And, and, and not just that I want all of you, is that I'm committing all of me to you as well. Exactly. So it's a mutual agreement. And yeah, as yeah. we commit to each other for our entire of our lives, like as we commit, yeah. um, sex is a extension of that. It's a mm. gift from mm. God, you know? Mm. And you know, you look at the Song of Solomon, uh, chapter four. It is the Bible's not prude. That's one of the, the sermon was really clear about that. The Bible's the Bible's not prude about sex. Like it was pretty clear. It's, it's talking about this descriptions oh, yeah. of Solomon. Yeah, and it's talking about these newlywed and man, how they were just. It's it's a beautiful image though too. Mm-hmm. Like this is beautiful gift. Uh, this newlywed was basically exploring each other's body and. Um, and such a what they could they used a metaphor uh, as they were talking to this newlywed. Um, it's a garden that's protected that has exotic fruits, you know, and nurtures you. It's it's yeah. beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he uses that acknowledge. He uses that metaphor, and it's such a beautiful thing. But we've taken that outside of bed. We've taken sex outside of bedrooms. You know, we've sit, taken sex mm-hmm. outside of marriage. We've taken. And all we've done, I mean, we have, you know, he said that it's fast food now. Sex is fast food, Hmm. you know, and sex is a gift. It's a gift from God. And look, look at the Bible, you know, money and sex, you know, (laughs) big topics, big, huge topics. (laughs) And it's, and at the end of Solomon, Solomon says, you know, eat friend, drink and be drunk with love. Like, Mm -hmm. As these two newlywed was basically they're basically having sex you know yeah and such a beautiful image though too but it does not look like that now you know mm. especially outside of marriage yeah. it does yeah. not look yeah. like yeah. that so yeah and i mean i know you're you're single you haven't married i've been married 11 years yep. um and there's something that is so you know like the the quote i read earlier from kind of summarizing those findings uh so many people are in relationships, even in the context of dating relationships with someone of the opposite sex where you're involved, you're sexually active. There's this level of pressure or anxiety that's there because you don't know, you can't be confident in the modern world that, oh, this I'm committed to this person, this person is committed to me. There's this sense in which there's like, well, if this thing happens, they might dip. Um, and that's a scary thing, you know, to be and and the picture biblically of the space where sex is intended is exactly as you're describing is intended to be 
something that takes place in the context of a covenantal relationship where you're saying we're fully committed to each other regardless of what comes. And it's an overflow of that level of knownness and intimacy that the sexual act comes. And that's, that's really going back to the bigger picture of what does it mean to be human? What does it mean to be relationally created in the image of God? Like Genesis talks about where we're created male and female in the image of God. And central to that is relationship. We're created to be relationally involved and connected to other people. And like right. First Corinthians Paul lays out, or Jesus is the prime example of, of this, where he says, here's what relating to someone else, to another human looks like. It looks like, Jesus says, you know, things like, this is what real love is. It's the one who lays down their life for the sake of their friends. And oftentimes in the context of these relationships where it's friendship with benefits, or you can expand it out even beyond that to any kind of relationship, take sex out of the picture and say, okay, I'm using these relationships for my benefit. You know, I'm, I'm going to become friends with this person because they're going to open these doors for me career wise or whatever. That's the exact inverse of what we're called to as followers of Jesus to say, I'm actually here to seek your good, not to seek my own benefit. Instead, I'm going to seek your benefit. And, and Paul talks about that in in second Corinthians too. Um, it's like, that's the Christian life. Mm -hmm. Like that, that's it right there. You know, it's like, man, how do I, outserve this person how do i love this person yeah. that's what jesus did for us he came down to this earth to this earth and not to be served like you said mm-hmm. to serve us by going on that cross and dying for all of our sins you know yeah and i i think we have to be also we have to look man you're 100 right take that outside of sex now let's look mm-hmm. at just other things mm-hmm. you know let's just not let's Stop talking about sex now. Let's look at other relationships, right? Yeah. From a career perspective, there's a good in there. You know, like, hey, I know this person because they can help me and I can help them, right? Yep. Uh, but we've taken that outside of our career, you know. We've mm-hmm. taken that out of some, mm-hmm. outside of the workforce that we treat everyone else like that. Uh, it's, I know you because you're a benefit to me. Yeah. And if, you're, if you don't give me this benefit, yeah, you're not worth the, my time. Peace. Yeah. <laughs> We're not friends, you know? And I think that's just sad, you know? So Yeah, we're not created to function primarily transactionally in relationships. Right? The reality is there's going to be transactions that take place in relational contexts. Yep. But real friendship is not meant to be transactional. It's meant to be gracious, loving, kind. And the idea, like Philippians 2, I'll, I'll just read this quote. Philippians 2, Paul lays out this idea that we're meant to imitate Christ. And he says, do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves, looking not only to your own interests, but to the interests of others. And so, man, I, I would say, like, even you take away, you know, people will hear biblical stuff on sex and say, oh, let's reserve for marriage and be like, eh, you know, that's yeah. whatever. Uh, we don't like that. We don't like those. I, I think... You know, you got to deal with that. Um, the Bible, I'd say, is God's word, and I think God knows what He's talking about. When yeah. He talks about the context of sex, but even set that aside and ask yourself the question: of, Man, am I in my relationships, whether it's a friends with benefits in the popular lingo or just casual other friendship relationships, am I coming with a mindset of what's the benefit for me, or am I coming with what we're invited to by Jesus and by Paul and by the biblical narrative to say what good can i do for the person in front of me can i seek their good 
rather than seeking my own benefit. Yeah. We, again, we live in a world that is, how do I get noticed? And we have this belonging that we want to fill with everything that we see in front of us. And the things that we can see, we can't fill it, you know. And we know only who can, the only person that can um, is Jesus, you know. So. Yeah, man. So just I would encourage any of you listening, if you're in a friends with benefit kind of relationship, ask yourself that question and ask yourself, is that how I want to operate in my life? Do I want to be the kind of person who's always looking out for what I can get? Or do I want to be the kind of person who's always looking for what can I give to someone else? Because odds are in the friends with benefits context, one, at least one, maybe both of y'all in the relationship or or in we're in it's twenty twenty four. Maybe there's three people in a friends with benefits relationship. Who knows what's going on out there? Yeah, um, yeah you got to ask yourself, man, is that the kind of, the way I'm operating in this relationship, is that going to lead to the most good for me and the people around me? And is it me? not heavy too? Is it right. not, uh, is it not weighing you down at all? Is it not something that you're thinking about as you're driving that, man, like even like when I lived that life, and I, the Lord's still working in me, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just the images, you know, I'm just like, you look at a girl like she's a piece of meat, yeah. you know, it's like, what can I get out of that? Yeah, what can I yeah. get out of that? You know, or even the, um, in a career perspective, you know, and especially in the startup space, uh, it's like, mm-hmm. who do you know, um, it's going to get you farther too, right? Whether yeah. it's raising capital, whether it's, um, getting new clients it's like mm. oh this guy everyone's known by this guy so that means he's doing well and most of the time uh people really that's not knowing that person we even forgot the definition of like oh do i yeah. really know that person it's, yeah. that's not knowing a person right there you know that's totally. more than i mean again there's a good there's a good with you know work with someone else yep but you have to ask that question that you asked mm-hmm. like am i seeking my own benefit for this relationship with any types of relationship you know am i seeking my own good instead of man how can i seek the good of this person how can i serve this person like you have to ask that question especially and we're talking if you're a christian if if you're not a christian yeah we're not talking to you about this at (laughs) all but if you are a christian you have to answer that question so and or i'm not saying you have to do anything but like seriously ask yourself that question yeah so do it I think that's all we got for this session. All right. We'll be back in soon. All right. We'll see you next week, friend. We love you. And yeah, have a good day. Bye.